0: Hi, welcome to another point of view and today we're going to be covering what is the Nuremberg Code. That is so important for you to know and understand the Nuremberg Trial and the Nuremberg Code to help you today to fight against anything that would be coming at you in an experimental being forced on you that you do not want to be a part of. So this is what it's going to be talking about. The Nuremberg Code was created in 1947 in Nuremberg, Germany, following the trial of a group of Nazi doctors accused of conducting inhumane and often deadly experiments on prisoners of the concentration camps without their consent. So this is what has been enacted. So I want This is a place where I went and I heard it for myself. It's the Nuremberg Code, Ethics of Experimentation. And this is from Precision Health has put this together. So watch their video and they'll break it down for you.
1: The Nuremberg Code is the most important document in the history of the ethics of medical research. The code was formulated 70 years ago, in August 1947, in Nuremberg, Germany by American judges sitting in judgment of Nazi doctors accused of conducting murderous and torturous human experiments in the concentration camps, the so-called doctor's trial. It served as a blueprint for today's principles that ensure the rights of subjects in medical research. The 10 principles of the Code are. First, the voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. This means that the person involved should have legal capacity to give consent, should be situated as to be able to exercise free power of choice, without the intervention of any element of force, fraud, deceit, duress, overreaching, or other ulterior form of constraint or coercion, and should have sufficient knowledge and comprehension of the elements of the subject matter involved as to enable him to make an understanding and enlightened decision. This latter element requires that before the acceptance of an affirmative decision by the experimental subject, there should be made known to him the nature, duration, and purpose of the experiment, the method and means by which it is to be conducted, all inconveniences and hazards reasonably to be expected, and the effects upon his health or person which may possibly come from his participation in the experiment. The duty and responsibility for ascertaining the quality of the consent rests upon each individual who initiates, directs, or engages in the experiment. It is a personal duty and responsibility which may not be delegated to another with impunity. Second, the experiment should be such as to yield fruitful results for the good of society, unprocurable by other methods or means of study, and not random and unnecessary in nature. Third. The experiment should be so designed and based on the results of animal experimentation and a knowledge of the natural history of the disease or other problem under study that the anticipated results will justify the performance of the experiment. Fourth. The experiment should be conducted as to avoid all unnecessary physical and mental suffering and injury. Fifth. No experiment should be conducted where there isn't a priori reason to believe that death or disabling injury will occur, except in those experiments where the experimental physicians also serve as subjects. Sixth. The degree of risk to be taken should never exceed that determined by the humanitarian importance of the problem to be solved by the experiment. Seventh. Proper preparation should be made and adequate facilities provided to protect the experimental subject against even remote possibilities of injury, disability, or death. Eighth. The experiment should be conducted only by scientifically qualified persons. The highest degree of skill and care should be required through all stages of the experiment of those who conduct or engage in the experiment. During the course of the experiment, the human subject should be at liberty to bring the experiment to an end if he has reached the physical or mental state, where continuation of the experiment seems to him to be impossible. And finally, 10th. During the course of the experiment, the scientist in charge must be prepared to terminate the experiment at any stage, if he has probable cause to believe, in the exercise of the good faith superior skill, and careful judgment required of him that a continuation of the experiment is likely to result in injury, disability, or death to the experimental subject.
0: Okay, next, can we really enact this Nuremberg Code today? Can we use this to help us to not be subjected to something we would not want to put into our bodies? And how would that be used today? So Francis Boyle, put this together. It's the Nuremberg Code is your defense. Francis Boyle explains that everyone can refuse the injections based on the Nuremberg Code and medical experimentations. So here he is to explain it.
2: I decided, okay, I I had to respond to the requests that all these people had made to me to give them something that they could use. So I sat down and drafted this notice that can be used for people to resist getting the franken shots or uh, doctors, healthcare workers, health technicians, uh, uh, pharmacists, others to resist giving the franken shots. So let me uh, uh, just go through it with you to explain it here. I decided to keep it very short, very succinct, but hard hitting. And to reduce it to its bare bones minimum. So I entitled it notice with an exclamation point by authority of the Nuremberg code on medical experimentation. Now, This goes back to the uh, 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 doctor's medical case at Nuremberg, where the German doctors were put on trial uh, for all sorts of experimental uh, 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 techniques that they applied uh, on, on completely innocent uh, human beings, including especially Jews, as as we all know. Um, and these uh, uh, doctors, medical doctors, um, some of them were executed. And as a result, if, if you read through the entire judgment, it's quite lengthy, but you'll see all the terrible types of experiments that German doctors were, were doing and, and procedures and drugs and everything else were doing to people. Um, and uh, you know we, we're all aware of Dr. Mengele and what he did at Auschwitz. Okay, so everyone is aware of that, but there were many other German doctors involved in this. And the um, judgment came up with what was called the Nuremberg Code on Medical Experimentation that set forth uh, uh, requirements for engaging in any type of um, experimental uh, techniques or procedures or drugs or anything like that uh, on human beings. Uh, And this Nuremberg uh, judgment in particular and the Nuremberg Code on medical experimentation uh, became part of um, customary international criminal law. I wanted something that ordinary people could read and understand, okay? And the word Nuremberg there, you know, that that I would think most people would have a general idea uh, that the United States, the Soviet Union, uh, France, and Britain prosecuted Nazis at Nuremberg. So that people could understand the severity of the situation. Then I continued, I do hereby exercise my right under the Nuremberg quote to refuse to submit. So that people who were contacting me and saying, I need something to prevent taking these Franken shots, they would have it. And, you know. Large numbers of employers are telling people now, we well, have to have these frankenshots. And I've given them something that they can use to say, no, I'm not taking them. Indeed, you know I, I just heard from a uh, uh, active duty military guy uh, uh, yesterday on this, and I sent it to him. He said, thank you, he's going to use it because they're, they're giving it to people now in the military. And then the second prong, uh, refused to submit or to administer, so that healthcare personnel can use it. Uh, uh, doctors, uh, nurses, healthcare workers, medical technicians. As you know, even here in the United States, they're having uh, uh, pharmacies uh, do this. Pharmacists, and they're even hiring other people to do it. We don't even know what their qualifications are. So I, I did it two prong so that it can be used by healthcare workers like Dr. Hewitt Vaughan to say, I'm not going to inject human beings with this Nazi Franken shot. And I've already heard from healthcare workers thanking me saying, this is exactly what I want, I'm going to use, and I will circulate it uh, to to my fellow healthcare uh, workers. Then, You know, uh, uh, I wanted to make it clear how serious this was. This wasn't a joke, it isn't a fraud. And I wanted to shake up anyone who was reading this notice that one of my clients, I guess you would put it, would give uh, to their employer. And so I said, the United States government has prosecuted, convicted, and executed medical doctors who violated the Nuremberg Code on Medical Experimentation. Yes, that is correct. You can read the uh, medical doctor's judgment. You should be able to find it uh, online. And at the end of the judgment, they have the uh, sentences of the uh convicted, and several of these doctors were sentenced to death. Now, what um, really got me was that I heard from a medical doctor saying, sentenced to death, you must be exaggerating, and that undercuts the significance of everything you're saying. And my response was, obviously, you were never required to read the Nuremberg Code on medical experimentation in medical school. Because if you did, you would know, in fact, medical doctors were sentenced to death and executed. And this shows, I think, the problems with medical school education today. And I'm not here uh, 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 to say the, the legal profession is much better being a law professor since 1978 and entered Harvard Law School in 1971. But at least we made a concerted effort to reform teaching ethics uh, to students. But if you read the news media everywhere, in print, on TV, everywhere, you see all these doctors advocating these Nazi frankenshots. It's astounding and it's very clear that in medical school, they were never required to read the Nuremberg uh, medical doctor's case, let alone the Nuremberg Code on medical experimentation. And it just shows you that that medical doctors, certainly here in the United States, uh, have not been properly trained in medical ethics and are not aware of what the standards are. Dr. Hewitt Vaughan was, but I regret to report uh, at that time, <clears throat> she was the only doctor in the uni- entire United States Military Doctors Corps and Nurses Corps and Medical Technician Corps who refused to give out the, the, those Nazi franken <clears throat> So we're seeing the abject failure of the medical profession here in the United States, certainly to train medical doctors in accordance with appropriate ethical standards here. Then I added a third sentence just to deal uh, with others. That is not not the the, uh, potential victims or the healthcare workers but others uh, uh, assisting. For example, I, I had a person saying, well, what, what do I tell if a police officer comes and forces me uh, to take one of these, these shots? So I added a third sentence. Aiders and abettors of Nuremberg crimes are equally guilty and have also been prosecuted, convicted, and executed, and that is a correct statement of law, uh, uh, Regis. Uh, That goes back to the uh, Zyklon B case, where uh, Zyklon B, the trade name for prussic acid, uh, was originally used by the SS in concentration camps to exterminate vermin, and then the SS decided to try it out to exterminate human beings, and as we know, large numbers of Jews, but others as well. Um, and uh, the uh, uh, owner and the uh, uh, chief operating officer and another fellow were prosecuted at Nuremberg in the Zyklon B case, and two of them were found guilty of aiding and abetting Nuremberg crimes, war crimes, and they were sentenced to death and executed. So. I drafted this little statement for the purpose of being used by people who either did not want to take these shots or did not want to give these shots and to shake up anyone who would force them to take these shots or to give these shots or any other way, aid or abet them. Others have said, well, what if this doesn't work? (laughs) Well, at that point, what I I say is, you've got to get yourself a lawyer then in the jurisdiction where you live and try to use these arguments uh, either to prevent getting the shot or prevent giving the shot. And that all depends on the uh, health laws of the states in the union in the United States. And uh, yeah, first, I'm not licensed to practice law in all of them. I'm only licensed to practice law in one of them. Uh, And there are a variety of laws. So you'll need to get yourself a lawyer. If if it push comes to shove, my warning doesn't work. And work out with that lawyer uh, an appropriate defense based upon using the, uh, my warning, my notice here, under the uh, applicable healthcare laws in that state. For example, California has adopted the Nuremberg Code on medical experimentation.
0: Here's the notice so you have a chance to slow it down and read it for yourself. Also, here's his information. If you have any questions for him, you can contact him and ask him questions. Okay, I hope that was really helpful for you. I'm, I'm going to ask that you look at the link below so you can see that exactly, it's about a half or an hour long, the whole entire teaching that he put together, Francis Boyle put together. So if you have a, t- a chance to take a look at that, there was m- much more information. I just gave you a snapshot of the interview that he had. And that way you can see the full picture and also see if what you can do to defend yourself in these days as things are getting pressured for the push for you to do something that you might not want to do or put into your body and you might want to be looking and watchful to see what the outcomes are of just standing completely against it. So hopefully this helps you. Thank you for listening and look forward to seeing you next time on another Point of View.